Okay, we are live. I see us on there. Mm -hmm. So the only thing, I think if we go to, uh, if someone, oh no, look, the comments are right there. So if someone was to comment on the Facebook thing, then there it is right there. We'd see comments if they came up. So cool, we can just, we can see that. All right, so Willie will be happy. Willie Naylor. Oh yeah, it worked. You got real happy to see you, Kevin. Hey, dickheads. It worked. I tried it. Oh, look at it. Oh, hey, yeah. Willie Naylor's right there. We were just talking about him. <laughs> hey. Hello it. <laughs> hey, so you got to write something to uh, write something to Willie. Can you write something to Willie? Sure, I can. Yeah, yeah. Tell him that we, we I told you we'd be on it this week. <laughs> I did. Well, he could hear us, right? So yeah, they didn't, I, I could just tell him. Yeah. Willie, hey, hey, buddy. Willie Naylor, finally. We got our shit together enough to get your message, Willie, so we're Get that logo off for a second. Let's get this show going. That's what I remember from Willie Naylor. Yeah, should have been there. Yeah, remember when Dave puked on him? (laughs) He puked right on him. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, we're on. Okay. Welcome, everyone. Uh, Facebook, we already got a guy. Not only is he watching us, but he's also talking to us. Willie Naylor. This is a, we're making us feel like we really got something going on here. So cool. And uh, I love you too, Willie. And we're going to get this show on the road. But the first way we're going to be able to do it, we have, and it's not what you think, Johnny. It's the ads. It's the money that pays for this place. We got to thank the people that that keep the lights on here. So first of all, we'll thank CleanFlow. Go to uh, cleanflow.com. That's uh, K-L-E-E-N-F-L-O.com. And check out all CleanFlow's great products. And they are great products. I can stand behind that. And uh, thank you to CleanFlow for helping out our show. I can't thank you enough. And uh, also to our queen, Jen Husko, she's yep. the one that we really always want to make sure we thank. You are the one one that we like the most because you are our one and only Patreon sub, uh, subscriber or supporter. Go to patreon.com slash Dutch Hall and uh, be a supporter too. Join our queen, Jen. And uh, I got to tell you, there's big treats in it. I'll get, I'll get to it later in the show, but there's big treats when you uh, become a uh, uh, like a, a super fan of our show. Yeah. So, uh, what's that? Oh, we double f- from last week or no? What do you mean? We were supposed to get double the Patreon from last week. Oh, was it in a week? I thought so. Oh, uh, we didn't get I thought it. that was the challenge, but. <laughs> oh, that seems like, that seemed aggressive. <laughs> we did not do, accomplish our goal. No, we're still sitting at one and counting. Oh. One and counting. <laughs> um, Anyways, that's it for ads. I think uh, if you really are still watching this live, you can get tickets for the uh, Swazi show on Friday. Mm. Uh, or at least just tell us you're going so we know to prepare for you coming there. They're starting to come in now, but God damn it. People wait till the last minute to confirm they're coming to a show nowadays. Oh, eh? yeah. <laughs> Nobody likes to commit. It's brutal, but uh, it's hard to plan, you know, like, and it makes you really uh, shit in your pants for about a week. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, that's it. That's it, Johnny. What we did was we scoured the internet. We're going to entertain you people for about an hour, Mm -hmm. but there's only one way to get started, and that's with a little thing that we call our theme song. (laughs) Uh, Willie's telling stories, eh? We can tell that one, Willie. I'm not sure which is the real shit. Show and two time, two time President's Cup Award winner Pete Van Dyke. Hey, hey, welcome everyone. Hey, <laughs> welcome everybody to the show. I'm your host, Pete Van Dyke. We got a good one here. We had a story I got to tell right off the hop, but before we do that, let's introduce the people in the room. We have, as always, my co host sitting next to me. He's decided to take ownership this week. Of the chat. So if anyone's chatting on the Facebook chat, at least, uh, Kevin Van Dungeon, everyone. 
this guy's going to be able to help you out and he's going to make sure that like he'll chat if I'm talking about something else or he we will he'll just make me know what you're saying and then we can get to it. Um I uh we have one more guy to introduce. This guy's back for the third week in a row and he's been killing it every week. Yep. Uh he's 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 not only humiliated Kevin that he's because uh he's been able to do his job better and he's half his age. <laughs> but he's also, as it turns out, a German Italian, oh, yes. which is even more of a sting in the wound for Kev. It sure is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back, Johnny Redden, everyone. Hey, hey, hey. Ooh, oh, he's got the same thing that you had when you started out. No confidence to give yourself the full applause. Last week was a fart, though. This week was a partial applause, and I see that as improvement in Johnny's uh, self-confidence. I like that, Johnny. Moving on up. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so... I, uh, okay, I don't even know. Willie is trying to tell us about this. Uh, he's got a, a story, and I, I got to tell you, we're old men now, Willie. We're old men, but there's a story, and I can tell you how I remember it, and I think I know how you remember it. I don't think we remember it exactly the same, and, and I'm not even sure if you remember it the same as you did the last time we talked about it, <laughs> but... Uh, the way I remember it, you had a rag top sunfire, and we went to Turkey Point as young men in this convertible uh, red car. We went down to Turkey Point, and uh, we went to the hotel to try to pick up girls. Oh. That's what I remember. I think that's that's what uh, was a common occurrence of the time. We went there. I don't remember having that much luck, but I... The story is your story. Do you you remember uh, Willie remembers them having uh, ha us having a carload of women when we left that night, and I remember us having none. <laughs> so I don't know which is true, but I like Willie's confidence. Willie says yes, we did. Okay, right. I just don't remember it. I, no, I was a heavy drinker, so there's a good chance I don't remember it. I do remember getting pulled over in a ride on the way out of there. And uh, I remember that happening, and I remember we got away. We didn't get any trouble, which was amazing. But um, well, it says here that he talked his way out of it. Yeah, yeah, I think that it, that is partially true. Mm. Uh, like that, that I remember as well. Like, like we got, we talked our way out of the, the ride. Yeah, yeah, you were on the same story, right, Willie? Yeah, and Willie's got a silver tongue too. Like I believe that. <laughs> oh yeah, well, yeah, Willie could always talk. Yeah, man. Yeah. Also, Willie's got a memory like an elephant. He remembers everything. Like, I remember he, he was in my kindergarten class. He was in our kindergarten class, what? this guy. Was he really? Yeah. Willie Naylor was in our kindergarten picture. I no idea. I got to look look back at that. Damn straight. And one time I went to high school. This was to uh, Waterford High School. This was when uh, my friend, Dave, was uh, going to school there. So this would have been in his grade 13 year. I think we are in the same homeroom. Right? So, like, 13 years later, this guy in my kindergarten class sees me in that high school, remembers me from kindergarten. Wow. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. Memory like an elephant, Willie McGinn. That's, that's what I believe. Anyways. Willie Naylor. Cop was so impressed that those girls sitting around the sides of the car. Oh. So, Willie says the cops were impressed with us because we had so many girls in the car. I, I love this story. I wish I remembered it. This is the thing about being a black oat drunk, Johnny. It's, it sounds good, <laughs> but it's not as good as you think. But I always I always have the greatest times when I'm blacked out, and I, everyone says they had a good time with me, and I, and I forget the whole thing. You know, I don't remember any of it. It sounds like the cops even liked it. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Those are the stories you wish you remembered, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I don't normally black out. I usually just brown out. Do you get little bits and pieces, bits and pieces of it? pieces of it. And, yeah, over yeah. time, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. I do remember parts of that, but I don't... You think I'd remember having any success with a woman in my life. <laughs> I don't... I don't. There's got to be only a handful of times that actually worked out for me. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. That's good vodka. <laughs> One time I was in class, and uh, this was when I went to school in England, and we had a um, we had a uh, uh, a teacher come into a room to teach us a course. You know, mm -hmm. I think it was drama, and uh, my friend Maddie, he's just sitting there and he's sipping a glass of water. You know, 
And he's sipping it like that. He's taking a wince every time he sips his glass of water. <laughs> and then it turns out he was just drinking a glass of straight vodka oh. in class. <laughs> just kind of get real hammered so that it wouldn't be so expensive at the bar. Yeah, some classes, you need it. Yeah. yeah. And then one time we went out to a bar after uh, the semester was over with this guy, uh, Professor Economides. He was like a real smart dude. He's always, he was on like CNN and stuff like that. And he was like a really well-respected guy for the London School of Economics. And then uh, he comes out to the bar with us and then he goes, you guys are a bunch of jokers, you know? Like you guys uh, drank during my class and and we're like, what? Your teacher class at lunchtime and we have to eat, we're eating our lunch. Like the beer was cheaper than a pop. Really? Yeah. So like you were going, to, you'd go to get a sandwich and you go to get like something to drink and it would be like a beer or a a pop and the beer was ha- like half the price of the pop. You're like, fuck, I'll take a beer. Mm. And then you just drink beer with your lunch. <laughs> and then he's like, you're drinking during my class. It was like, I'll get over it. It's just a beer with yeah. a sandwich. You know? <laughs> you know? Anyways, maybe that, maybe we were a bunch of jokers as it turns out. So, um, uh, this week we have absolutely nothing as, uh, I, for- I kind of like, I wouldn't say I forgot, but I definitely let down let down my responsibilities for a week. So as to make it up to you people, next week we do have a great uh, another our second auditioner for the uh, role of the nocturnal emissions. Next week we will have friendship on a stick come in, and uh, we're looking forward to that. Uh, my first time meeting those fellas, so I don't know what to expect. Sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, friendship on a stick. I mean, it can't be good. My, it can't be bad. I mean, my my uh, brother in law said he saw him at the Wishbone Brewery in Waterford, and he said that they were they were very entertaining. Mm-hmm. So they're coming in, and uh, <laughs> what else do I have? Oh, that's it. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, anyway, so I went as this is, uh, but that's next week. That'll be entertaining. So we got to fucking make, uh, throw as much shit at the wall this week, see what we can make stick. Okay, fellas? All right. So I went on the interweb, Stephen Harper, if you will. Yes. You know, the all-knowing, all-everything, and I put in, tell me something cool to talk about, internet, (laughs) and then I found this site, and it gave me a whole bunch of stories of uh, weird shit, and uh, I have three different ones that I can go to, okay? This is plan A. Mm-hmm. Plan A. <laughs> plan B <laughs> is I told Kevin, I got nothing, right? Yep. Kevin says, I'm going to come up with something. Don't worry about it, boss. Let's right? go with plan A. <laughs> and then uh, then plan C was Johnny. I said the same thing. I said, Johnny, you got anything? I'll take anything you got, right? And then, uh, so that's also plan B and plan C. We'll start with plan A. If yeah, like it goes. Let's run those in order. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Just so you know, though, the I'm, I'm trying to like uh, take off some of this burden of all these years of, of Dutch Hall planning and writing, you know? Mm-hmm. I just want to sit here in a chair and have you guys do all the work and then me just take the glory. Yeah. You know? I think I have a good one when Beeb comes back. Do you? Yeah. Is it about, uh, is, it, is it something to do with uh, your wife? No, it's about... Women in general. Women in general. Yeah, yeah. that's the best ones for Beaver. Yeah. I asked him to come today. He said he's not quite ready yet. No. Not not quite ready yet. That's all right. No, he's still got that that little fella. You're gonna you're gonna see when he comes in, like that. I, there's nothing left of him. Yeah. Yeah, he's just wasted away. Totally ripped. Anyways, um, uh, so my three stories, uh, I will make you choose. Johnny, you get to choose. Yep. So either man is arrested for visiting his ex-wife's grave uh, every day, mm-hmm. uh, or a B, the church knows that you were dirty, okay. or C, the five biggest cheaters in sports. I'm going to say B because I'm quite curious about that. But The church knowing you're dirty? Yeah. Okay. How do they know? Well, uh, some churches have been busted for monitoring their members' internet use. What they're using is, uh, what they're essentially doing is installing spyware on your computers. They install spyware on your computers. It's known as shameware. 
and like, and I don't know how they get in there, but the, this compute this program, <laughs> it it can tell like what porn if you've been watching pornography, it can it looks at uh, your your Amazon shopping list and uh, knows your uh, search, what you've searched. It's called Covenant Eyes. Johnny looks a little nervous right now. Yeah, like, is this why my priest gives me dirty looks now? Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe, yeah. If he's got your email address, he's put some, some dirty pornware. So this one dude, they uh, they were quick. They were they pointed out um, that there's this one dude. His name was, uh, I can't believe they put his name in there, too. I'm going to say it. His name is uh, Hayo Wei Lin. I don't know if anyone knows this guy. <laughs> But apparently, uh, this app found out that he's gay, right? Because uh, it found out he was uh, looking at a bunch of uh, guys shoving cocks and uh, other guys. Other guys. <laughs> and uh, so then the the church uh, called him in for a meeting, and then they they said they didn't criticize him for it. They uh, helped him to like overcome his, his uh, gayness. His gayness. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> They didn't criticize him. Hmm. So uh, then they went on to say, uh, we're not a cult. Wow. We're not a cult because they were accused. Some people were saying you're accused of being a cult because you're controlling the person's like uh, uh, behavior, you know? Right. And uh, they say they're not a cult because a cult, I think the a cult teaches strange things. Mm-hmm. They try to control your life and forbid you to leave. And uh, so they're not a cult, but it's a strange idea to like, to want to know what kind of porn someone's going to be watching so you can judge them. Yeah. You know, like if, if you, if everyone had to show their porn history, you would, all all of us would look worse, you know, Mm -hmm. isn't that safe to say? If our porn history was like on a t-shirt that we had to wear in public, you know, like the scarlet letter. And you're just walking around with like, uh, you know, like uh, schoolgirls and uh, MILF. Uh, <laughs> all these, like like in Cub Scouts, like you'd have like badges. Yeah, it's just all your searches just come up on your shirt. <sighs> and then you're like, ah, oh, God damn it. You know, like, uh, I don't know. I was curious about that one. I, I didn't like it. I just, just, wanna, just research. You know, like uh, whatever. I, <laughs> I heard someone say it was kind of funny or whatever, you know. Uh, but anyways, your porn history is not a reflection of you as a person. It's no. a reflection of just p- part or what kind of horny mood you're in at the time or whatever. Right. And it's a shameful version of yourself. It's a personal part of yourself. You're just trying to get the poison out of your dick. Yep. You're not trying to do anything like, uh, you know, like uh, it doesn't mean you're a bad person because you need some girl to spread her butt cheeks open in order for you to bust out the your demons, you know, that's right. Just so you can be nicer at the dinner table. It's just a, it's just you being a good Christian, really. Mm. <laughs> that's just my opinion, but not the opinion of the Catholic church. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, that was that story. So next story, Kevin, it's up to you. Either the top five cheaters in sports or a man, caught visiting his wife's grave i know a little bit about the first one so let's talk about some sports cheaters sports cheaters this is a meaty one people so dig in (laughs) should we go five to one or one to five let's let's Uh, go no i'm gonna go one to five because uh i like five five is a good closer all right okay top five cheaters in sports this one is a i like this you ever heard of a guy by the name of fred lorers Nope. Fred Lors. Nope. Fred Lors is a bricklayer. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's a bricklayer, mm-hmm. and he won the gold medal uh, in 1904 for the marathon, for the marathon, and he never really ran that much, <laughs> and he didn't train at all for the Olympics. All right. And he did it because, do you have any, any guesses? 1904. Hmm. Was he throwing bricks at people? No. I was thinking he got, well, 1904, he didn't get a ride somewhere. Actually, that's where you're on, Kevin. He did get a ride. Oh. He got a, he, <laughs> he got picked up in, in what must have been like the earliest car. Huh. Around the nine-mile mark. He, 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 he ran for nine miles, and then he brazenly hopped into a car. Right. 
that carried him for the next 11 miles. He then got out of the automobile and then jogged to the end of the race leisurely. Like way ahead of everybody. And uh, he didn't even attempt to be discreet about it. No. Like from the car, he was waving at the other runners as he passed them <laughs> on the car. Like he, guy. he could give two shits. And yeah. so unsurprisingly, they stripped him of his gold medal. God and he didn't care because he said he was just participating as a joke. I think it was like at that time open that you could anyone could like run in the Olympics. That's know, pretty in cool. Yeah. So he just found a way to win it and then uh, get disqualified for cheating. Tragically. Anyways, I give that guy for as far as cheating goes. Right. Awesome full points. Yep. Super mm-hmm. cool. And I look at him uh, more favorably because he cheated. I think yeah. the fact that he was just fucking around too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And right. it's great. He could always tell his friends. Yeah. I won the fucking Olympics one year. Yeah. And they're like, oh, bullshit. And you're like, no, really? Look, here's me with the gold medal right before they, they like arrested yeah. me <laughs> 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 for tainting the games. Hot taint. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two. This one here, this one here I like. It's a right. tragic story. They got to make a movie of this one. Donald Ka- uh, Crowhurst. <clears throat> Sorry, Lori. Uh, <laughs> Donald Crowhurst and the tragic yacht race. Yacht? Yacht. All right. So apparently this guy, Donald Crowhurst, he was a British, British businessman and an amateur sailor. And then in 1969... He decided to participate in the Golden Globe race. It's a solo yacht race around the world. Okay. Mm-hmm. So apparently you got to go around the world, but you give your coordinates at various checkpoints and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And the race takes long, like months or whatever, long time, right? Yeah. To go around the world. So anyways, uh, turns out this guy did not have the sailing skills to complete his task, nor did he have the vessel. <laughs> that was uh, good enough to go all the way around the world. And he realized if he didn't, like, uh, stop going, mm-hmm. he was going to drown and or the boat was going to sink, you know? So he did, uh, he pulled ashore in South America and started radioing bogus positions that made it seem like he was winning. Right. And then eventually he understood that no one would ever believe his lies Considered he what considering he was no longer racing. Yeah. So then he went radio silent for three months, and then he finally called in a report to say he was too be- far behind this other sailor. Yeah. And uh, and then he was pre- prepared to like you know concede the race to him. Uh, but then the radio told him that this Tetley guy, ooh, yeah, <laughs> of the T family, maybe. That his boat had sunk, and that this guy, <laughs> this guy was about to win, like nice. based on his last position. Yeah. So, uh, Kurt's like, "Oh fuck, you know, no one's gonna beat me. I'm gonna have, to, like, I'm gonna win by accident." So he uh, threw himself overboard on, like, he went out again, just threw himself overboard and drowned. <laughs> like he killed himself <laughs> by throwing himself overboard. Didn't want to say because oh. he didn't want them to find out he was a cheater. You know. Oh, wow. But we did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I know you're a cheater there, dead guy. He could have got on a plane, anything. Yeah. He could have just said, hey, my boat just fucking blew up. Yeah, it sank. Oh, but you still win because you had the latest checkpoint. And I'm like, ah, okay. Yeah, I'll take a plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck, I'm in South America. Yeah, he could have. Or just say, hey, Tetley won. Yeah, or he could have just walked up to the beach and said, "My, like you said, my boat broke and I've been in this little tubey thing, this buoy. To keep me alive. Yeah, it's just more lies, Kevin. It's just more lies. He did the right thing. <laughs> Killed himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, this guy, no surprise, a Russian makes the list. His name is uh, Boris Onashenko. And Boris Onashenko, apparently, he's a real good fencer. Hmm. He was so good, in fact, that most people thought he was unbeatable. They thought this guy's like got some sort of a magic sword or something, <laughs> right? Turns out he actually did have a magic sword. That this Onashenko guy, like he had, he had rigged the sword to have a pressure sensing mechanism so he could give himself points by pressing the small trigger mm. when he was fencing, so he could like set off their sensors even if he didn't touch the guy. Oh, and uh, so he figured out this little contraption, and then he just kept uh, smoking guys. And then one <laughs> guy uh, finally realized he was getting points without touching him, 
And then uh, they looked into it and realized this guy had been cheating forever. She just stabbed him. Yeah, she just stabbed him right in his throat. Yeah. And like, that bro. guy, uh, but Russians, um, they like to cheat. Like, they're notorious <laughs> cheaters. Yep. Uh, Americans as well. I mean, when you talk about Olympic sports, you got to put the Russians up there. You got to put the Americans up there. You got to yep. put, uh, I mean, Canada's got to take their their licks. Yeah, we've had a few cheetahs. Yeah. I cheat all the time. Used to be a commercial. Really? Yeah. What was that? I think it was Ben Johnson for cheetah drinks or something like that. He said he cheated? I cheetah all the time. And did he say that after he got caught? Yeah, it was a commercial he did a few years later. After, oh, really? Yeah. I'd have uh, to look it up, but. Oh, that's, that's a fucking balls move, man. Yep. Own it. That's the thing. Like, if I ever get caught for doing something shameful, I have to own it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to, ha- that's the only way to get out of trouble. You go out there and you're like, yeah, man, I did that. Mm-hmm. Like, suck my dick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then that's the only way to get out of it. I find apologies to uh, be. Uh, yeah, tea to drink. Counterproductive, eh? Yeah. Like, for, uh, if, if people complain about, say, this show or one of our, like, if it's too dirty or something. Or they didn't like my comedy or whatever. Like, who the fuck cares? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care. I'm not going to apologize. It's like, yeah, that guy didn't like it. Whatever. Another guy's going to like it. Mm. What up? Nothing. <laughs> oh, he likes the couch. Yep. A porn star quality calls it. My gra- it was my grandpa's couch. Yep. My grandpa uh, was a big fan of porn, I think. He must have been <laughs> slinging a lot of dick on this couch. Maybe, yeah. Maybe he made his eight babies on it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that brings us, we we're talking about Ben Johnson, and Ben Johnson's actually uh, listed as number four in this list. It, it was actually not just Ben Johnson, but the whole, uh, like the whole running race, you know, that whole race in the Olympics in, yeah. in Seoul. Do you know that? Were you, do you remember that? Or is that way before your time? I think that might have been before my time. Well, what year was it? 88. Yeah. Yeah. That well, was seven years before I was even thought about. So Really? What year were you born? 95. Holy, Holy shit. shit. I think we graduated. <laughs> I started dating my wife in 1990. That means uh, five years before he was born. So I could be your dad. Like literally, I might be your dad. It's possible. Oh my God! What if I'm your dad? No. <laughs> I never met your mom. You think me and your mom would be a good couple? Possibly. <laughs> uh, is she married, or is she is she still married to your dad? No, no, they haven't been together for a while. So. Does she have another guy? No, nope. you got a shot. <laughs> She's single. You got a single mom? Yeah. God damn! I didn't know this. Yeah. Don't tell Joe. Don't tell my wife either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell don't tell Joe. Joe. Don't ever. Don't no. ever tell Joe. No. No. Yeah. Never. Never. No. And has she been out to see you do comedy? No. Would you ever let her? If she wanted to. Yeah? She just doesn't, I think, want to go to Hamilton to see Yeah, yeah. It, so. uh, but if you were doing a show like in her- Like in, locally like, or locally, something. Locally, she yeah. would go see you? Probably. My parents had never been to see me. They always say like uh, when he when he wants us to come, he'll tell us. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know when I would ever say like this show is the one you should go to. Mm-hmm. It'd have to be like, I mean- in, I don't know. Carnegie. My mom watched the episode last week that we did. Oh, really? The one we did live, yeah. Did she like it? She did. Yeah, she did. (laughs) That one was when we made fun of that guy's accent the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that was so fun. I wonder if she's going to like this this week's where she talk about dating her. Uh, She might. (laughs) Might make her whole week, so. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why I'm looking for dates. I'm married. I am, like, happily married. Wow. But, uh... I've actually been writing a sh- uh, the show about being divorced, uh-huh. and it's like uh, it's nice because uh, you can channel your all my divorce fantasies yeah. into this character uh-huh. that's divorced, and then I don't ever have to be divorced. But then I can still kind of imagine what it'd be like and how right. I would handle it very poorly. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had to see how every. Uh, every other guy I know handles it. And I'm yeah. like, I'm definitely gonna be like one of them. Like, yeah. I'm not going to be any better than them. Like no. I'm going to, I would handle it the same way, just miserably. <laughs> so I, 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 been, I'm pretty happy with it. It's fun. And it's fun to write. Cause it's, uh, it's like you are kind of having like fantasies, like fantasy football, but you're fantasizing about being divorced, <laughs> but I'm also fantasizing about being like depressed about being divorced. Right. Yeah. Which is not fun. Right? That's the worst part. Yeah. 
How come girls don't get that? I don't know. Right away, they seem to be happy, and they found someone else, and they look better, and they've dropped 20 pounds. <laughs> guys are always right. blindsided by I think. Yeah, and guys are like, oh, I forgot how to take care of myself. I think it's like a, a trick. They, they, they tell you, oh, like, don't – you don't fold your laundry right. Like, you should – I, I don't want you shrinking my clothes or putting a red sock in the whites or whatever. So you, yeah. you can't do laundry anymore, right? Mm-hmm. And then they stay with you for 20 years, right? And then they leave you. And now you're all sitting there. You don't know how to wash your own clothes anymore. <laughs> you, you forgot everything because they yeah. like, a, you know, like, a, and then you're just useless sitting there. And they've like done all this stuff to care for you. But then they actually just really made you useless and yeah. unable to care for yourself. They know you're going to be walking around with pink shirts. Yeah, pink shirts and... <laughs> Everything's too small, and and, and uh, you just feel dumb because you're growing up. And you don't know how to do this stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. You knew how to do it before you met her. Yeah, you gain a bunch of weight. <laughs> gain a bunch of weight because all you're doing is eating pizza pockets and yeah, crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, they moved on. And- oh yeah, they're living the first day of the rest of their life. Yeah, they, they've never looked better. They got a whole fucking lineup of uh, of activities yep. planned, and they got a. Uh, bunch of guys with good backs waiting to date them oh yeah talk anytime they want it yeah you know anytime they want it man mm-hmm. that's a great thing about being a woman mm-hmm. just wonderful I, I i shouldn't even say this because it's kind of family business but mm-hmm. uh thanksgiving this year yes it was thanksgiving and i went to my in-laws and my, my mother-in-law mm-hmm. uh she was just she was out of burrepress about uh men i guess that day uh-oh so she kept uh saying like uh uh he uh, what what does he know he's a man like he, they don't know anything until we tell him you know and then they she would like she was trashing men just constantly <laughs> and at one point she was like i hope i come back in my next life as a man because you don't have to do nothing right and i'm like uh it's amazing how, like, when you get shit on all day that you don't feel motivated to go up and help in the kitchen. <laughs> okay? That's a, That was, like, all I... Anyways, that's, that's how I was thinking. Hmm. There was a piece of me that was offended and a piece of me that was super, like, impressed and thought it was cool yeah. how, like, badass she was being. Like, mm-hmm. she was just trashing us to our faces, like, me and all my brother-in-laws. Yeah. I was just saying, well, you guys are all shit. And we're like, oh, well, I don't know. I think we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it was kind of brazen. Very hung- very Hungarian. Nice. Yeah. You have family stuff for Thanksgiving, Kev? No, I have to do nothing. You didn't? Did nope. you did you have to cook a turkey or anything? Didn't cook a turkey. Didn't eat one? Didn't eat one. Went to Kelsey's. Really? Yep. Oh, good. that was a story you told me was on Thanksgiving? Yep. She went to her mom's for Thanksgiving and your you and your kid didn't go? We didn't have to. We didn't have to. <laughs> I didn't know that was Thanksgiving that you were talking about. I thought there was just some dinner. Nope. <laughs> oh man, that's balls. I would never fly in my world. Nah. Family obligations are one of those things like well, my wife's family's a little bit more flexible. If you didn't want to do it or you had something else going on, I think they'd be okay with it. But like in my family, those things are command performances. Yeah, that's how her family is too, though. Yeah, you you're don't. There, you're there. If you're not, you're not. Yeah, they're okay with it. Yep. Yeah, my mom, my mom, uh, and dad, they were kind of like, you know, when there's something going on for the family, you have to go. Like, it, you better have a damn good excuse not to go. And I kind of like it that it was always that way because you didn't have to think about it. You just knew you had to do you knew it. You were going. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like, ah, oh, this thing. And then it ends up that my family's pretty cool. So it's fun hanging out with them. So I like it. Even though I sometimes would rather just lie on the couch <laughs> by myself, you know, rather than go to a family get together. It's not that I don't want to be with my family. It's just that I would rather lie on a couch and just look at, like, look at nothing, you yeah. know, like just stare into space, think about nothing. That'd be awesome. Oh. <laughs> Did we burn through that? I oh, no, I didn't tell you. Oh, well, anyways, you know how Ben Johnson gets in trouble for being like uh, uh, dirty in that race in '88. Mm-hmm. He he got stripped of the gold medal because he was on steroids. Mm-hmm. Well, it's uh, apparently he wasn't the only cheater in that race. Six out of the eight runners in that race ended up testing positive for doping. Mm. And uh, the guy that won, Carl Lewis, that guy. There's no goddamn way he was clean. Like, like a bodybuilder. Yeah, there's never been a sprinter since that era that's looked like Ripped. like that, yeah. like what Carl Lewis looked like. They were all just like jacked up. But that what, what do you give that cheater? 
right for score like those cheaters like they were just doing it because everybody was doing it yeah you could they weren't being like unique like trying to get a unique advantage they were just trying to keep up to the pack right yeah mm-hmm. they're just a bit dumber at hiding it that's what i think so i don't really care about that i th- i still think give them all the drugs they want and just see how crazy the records we can break and stuff mm-hmm. i think that'd be awesome like the all juice olympics yeah like that's how those i don't i don't give sammy be. sosa and mark mcguire an asterisk for those home runs like everybody was doing it for then. barry bonds like i'm like yeah that's fucking right everyone loved it just give them their own record for yeah. using steroids and yeah yeah that's a steroid era everybody yeah. was using it yeah they were just like in that era yeah. just let them i put them in the hall of fame i wouldn't care about it that's just the times they lived in people yeah. did those things now we cleaned it up but they don't do that no more it's like hulk hogan trying to say he just ate his vitamins and said his prayers those vitamins were steroids, anabolic yeah. steroids. Mexican vitamins. <laughs> I ate them with a needle in my bum. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Hulk Hogan. I hate Hulk Hogan, eh? Like as a, I hated him when I was a kid as a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, ugh, he's so like so cheesy. Like yep. it, it was never appealing to me. And same with like, uh, like the same with John Cena. If I was a kid. Oh, I hated him. And John John Cena was yeah. yeah. I would never like that guy. I would be against that guy, right? Yeah. And uh, I liked the bad guy. The bad guy's cool, right? Yeah. I like that, that. Who's that Triple guy? H. He's, he's from Oak. Oak yeah. I think he's from Oakville. He plays like a comedy. He had the Cobra. Oh, uh, Santino Morello. I like that guy too. Yeah. Yeah, Santino Morello. John Chena. <laughs> You're a huge <laughs> Santino Morello fan. Yeah. yeah. I do like. There's a lot of good ones. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, good wrestlers from those areas, but I always like the bad guys. I like yeah. ravishing Rick Rude, Adrian Adonis. Oh uh, yeah, Adrian Adonis, like guys that you just love to hate. Like uh, uh, there's nothing funnier than a guy that can come out and just start trashing the crowd so mm-hmm. well and have them all hate him. And then, uh, but the but it's half the crowds booing, half the crowds laughing. Oh, right? it's the best. Yeah, yeah. It's like because it, no one talks like that. No one. Would, no one would. To say those things just to be a dick you know mm-hmm. yeah except for so that's why it's funny you know i love it i think that's why like uh stone cold had the run he did right yeah because he was a bad guy but he just there was enough dickheads like me who were opposite who liked to cheer for the bad guy exactly yeah, yeah. that he became mm-hmm. the anti-hero mm-hmm. yeah that's kind of like how they all are now most of them are all kind of in between like mm-hmm. they're they're kind of like if you look what they're doing they're kind of doing bad guy stuff mm-hmm. but everybody loves it you know mm-hmm. like eddie guerrero remember eddie guerrero awesome yeah lie steat and chill and that yeah. lie lies cheat and steal and yeah. then uh, everyone would cheer for him right yeah mm-hmm. it was like it becomes like, like people like to cheer for the villains like the robin hood kind of character yeah. right Mamacita. I, i'm trying to write a joke about like how uh there's like everyone tries to to obey the law mm-hmm. most of the time, but there's one law that no one obeys. In fact, it's in fact they'll get mad at you if you obey it, <laughs> and it's speeding. Like, yeah, it's like if you if you're not even breaking the law enough, people are mad at you. Yeah, you know, like was he only going like ten over the <laughs> maximum speed limit? What's wrong with this guy? Yeah, he's a fucking dick. Like hurry up. <laughs> you know they'll give you fifteen. Like it's a law, right? Yeah. Someone else talking? No. Nope. Oh yeah, and <laughs> and um, I don't know, I'm so fucking lost. Do you want to just do the segment we call? What are we talking about? Oh, we're still in the uh, yacht race. No, no, we were in uh, the Olympics, right? Yeah, yeah. I think we did number four. Yeah, so there's only one more. Uh, the number five, which I think is number one, mm-hmm. which is. Um, it's the it's it's the Paralympics. Oh no. The Spanish Paralympics team. Uh apparently there's some cheating there. Uh yeah, yeah. Apparently in 2000, so this is in year 2000, the Spanish won the gold medal in basketball. Right. Apparently they cleaned right up. Their <laughs> team was dominant. Yes. Yeah. Uh should have been a momentous celebration but it turned into one of the biggest farces in the history of the Paralympics. Turns out that the Spanish team, out of the 12 players, 10 of them had no disabilities whatsoever. Oh, no. The ringers. Yeah. yeah. They're all ringers. Yeah. <laughs> now, that wasn't bad enough. Things got even worse. 
Investigations discovered that two Spanish swimmers and one of the table tennis players had no handicaps or disabilities. Ugh. And the Rush, uh, the the Spanish weren't the only ones cheating. The Russians also had competitors with no disabilities. <laughs> My father. Yeah, but you know what? In some of the sports, it's understandable. Like there's a sport called uh, gold ball. Have you ever heard of gold ball? No, no. It's for blind people. Oh. And so they, it's like they throw this ball, and it's got like a bell in it or something. Mm-hmm. And you got to hear the ball whizzing at you, and you catch it, and then you got to chuck it in the net, I think, or something. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's because blind people, you can be like legally blind, but you're not. You still see shapes. You can still si- still see shapes, so they have to blindfold everybody to make them sure they're all the same amount of blind, mm-hmm. right? So in which case, you, I could be full sighted if you blindfold me. I can't see, right? Right. So it would actually be a disadvantage to a blind person because they would have heightened senses that I wouldn't have, right? Like, mm-hmm. it was apparently. So that one, you could let me in. And and I'm going to say, if it was wheelchair basketball, then why do you have to be in a wheelchair to play wheelchair basketball? Yeah. Right? It's no advantage if you're in a wheelchair. Even if I'm able-bodied, I can sit in a wheelchair, you know? And then, yeah. then again, I'm not living in the wheelchair, so it's not as easy for me as it would be a guy that does it you know, for years, it's this whole thing, right? I'm just saying, I don't know if these guys are in wheelchairs or if they're just, like, playing in, like, it's not the Special Olympics, right? Like, it, it's got to be, like, somehow you got to, like, even the playing field. You can't say this guy's got a limp and then this guy's got no legs, you know, like, right. mm-hmm. go against each other. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the, the Special Olympics, you know, like, what if one person is more special than another person? Right. <laughs> they don't put them in another category of extra special or something That's like fair. that, do yeah. they? I don't think so. So is the guy who's just a little bit special, like, just makes it in as special? Is he at an advantage at some of the sports? Chess, probably. <laughs> could be like <laughs> could be like that blind thing you were just talking about. <laughs> what? Could be just like that blind yeah, the thing, blind thing. Talking about. They have to even it up. Yeah. Playing field with like booze or something. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're not dumb. You know you're not you're not special enough. We're gonna have to get you drunk or something. <laughs> Make oh. it special as this guy. This guy can barely talk. <laughs> uh, oh, that's good. Is that go? To, is that hell worthy? Do I go to hell for that one? Oh, anyways, that was the last one. All right. Yeah. That is the is the worst, right? <laughs> Cheating in the special in the Paralympics is like pretty low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cheating in the Special Olympics would be lower, mm-hmm. um, but funnier <laughs> as well. They made a movie about it, didn't they? The Ringer. Yeah, The Ringer, yeah. which is also a great movie and super funny. Yeah. And like, it is funny, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it is pretty funny. Like, uh, it was a funny movie when it came out. Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, the even like the Special Olympics in general is really funny. Like if you watch it, you know you feel guilty about laughing, but uh, a lot of times um, they're doing crazy things. Like it's funny, right? Like it's funny. Right? <laughs> so I've never watched it, but oh, yeah, like South Park uh, did an episode about it. Yeah, like it's not. Um, like I mean, uh, I mean, I I just know that like when I've uh, like been at the rec center at the pool or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, the whole, like, bus unloads, the short bus unloads, and the people are going to go swimming, you know? Right. And uh, if you watch what they're talking about and how they're interacting with each other and talking about their girlfriends and shit like that, it's hilarious. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. fun. It's funny, right? Yeah. And, uh, but you're not supposed to find that funny, right? Or, like, but it's funny. Like, yeah. it's funny. Because they're, like, it's like they have a different way of looking at the world. Yeah. And it's, and it's hilarious, right? Yeah. I'm not laughing at them. It's well, just like I think it's funny the way they're like the way they put things and stuff. It's just really matter of fact, and they don't have like all the hangups that right that regular people have, I guess. And then so it, to me, it, it strikes me as funny, right? Mm-hmm. Where like a little person, mm-hmm. if I see a little person, I get excited, right? Like I get a, a, my whole body becomes like excited. Yeah, like I'm seeing a rare sighting. That's going to bring me joy. You love little people. Love them. Like it's a yeah, physical it's... reaction of like, Ooh, yeah. yeah. Like I'm really excited <laughs> and that is wrong. You know, that is just judging a person, you know, like based on their appearance, like on their physical attributes, you know? Okay. 
Whereas, I, just, I always just thought you genuinely loved him. I do. Yeah. But I don't think it's appropriate, that oh. response. You know, I don't think laughing or getting excited just because of the person's stature is enough. Okay. Now, if they're dressed like a elf <laughs> or they're in wrestling attire, oh. then I think that's warranted. You Who know? is that guy? Hornswoggle? Yeah. You dress like a leprechaun, you know, amazing. that's you're allowed to do that. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Get under the ring most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently that guy, like if you got hit by him, like if he came off the top ropes, there's a I got a picture with him. I, me and Hornswoggle <laughs> drinking yeah. at Titsies in Nashville, yeah. Nice. Um but yeah, Hornswoggle apparently like he's built like a brick shit house and it really hurts. I'll bet. <laughs> like the legs and ass are, are like <laughs> real like, thick, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's like you think it would be like a kid jumping on you, but it's not a kid. It's a fucking thick man. Yeah, it's probably just, works out. Yeah, it's just little stature, but he's like a, like just getting hit with a fire hydrant or something, you know? <laughs> like an Acme anvil. Yeah. Still, man, what could be more fun than oh. wrestling a little guy? I loved midget wrestling when it was a popular thing. Mm-hmm. And like when I was a kid, midget wrestling was a thing, and I would get excited for that portion of the show where the, yeah. where the little people come out and wrestle. And then, like, now I watch old wrestling sometimes on, like, the internet and stuff, and you'll see the midgets come out. And I say this because that's what they called the division at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, these guys, like, they train just like the big they people fly, did. Too. They fly? Like, they just fly around the ring. Yeah, they're fast. And they got all these, like, bits where they get the they mess with the referee and stuff. But, like, they were, like... Uh, took it seriously like they wanted to beat each other and show they were tougher than each other and they trained and they did everything like they were they were real like serious about it mm-hmm. and then they said it was offensive and these guys who dedicated their whole lives to it you know training and working out and being like a, a midget wrestler being proud it's their identity it's how they feed their families and stuff mm-hmm. and they say no sorry that thing that uh, you uh, take pride in it's offensive to you so you can't do it <laughs> yeah you're out of work yeah. yeah and they're out of work that's the worst thing ever yep. they're protected from the thing that they take they, the they like in. the most yep. they take the most pride in you know mm-hmm. yeah you just gotta look at it from different sides it's not as easy to think you know you can't just say oh like they're just like exploiting these people because they're entertaining or because they're a spectacle to watch or whatever but mm-hmm. they kind of are a spectacle to watch because they're these little people who are all great athletes yeah isn't that the spectacle? Yeah. Like you want to see athletes and you're giving them a whole division of something to compete in. So there's little people didn't know what to do. They just put them in wrestling and then they would wrestle, you know, and then they have a place where they could go. Mm-hmm. So why is it okay to have a giant if it's not okay? Not okay to, to have a little person. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. That's what I mean. I think it's wrong. I think that uh, they need to bring the division back. Yeah. They need to bring the little people, call the little people division if you're upset about the name <laughs> and let these little fuckers uh, wrestle. But I yep. think the ones that were trained are probably dead now. Yeah. Now there's probably not a lot of kids. <laughs> you don't probably get ex- excited about a little person. Uh, well, no, they, they. There's this one time I went out, this is when I was at the bank and uh, I was, it was my coworker says, come out to this lunch with us. It's like with this guy who was like a, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like he was like a another guy that would do similar business to us that would complement our business, you know, so that we would go out to kind of like uh, hobnob, you know, like for lack of a better word. So like you got to meet this guy because he'll give us business, we give him business or whatever, you know. So we're meeting with this guy, and then my friend said, like a coworker says, you know, I just want to warn you before we sit down. This guy has a little person daughter. Mm-hmm. So don't say anything about that. That's all probably all you could think about <laughs> after that. I'm like right before the guy gets there. I am not even allowed to ask any questions. I got a fucking thousand, right? Yeah. And so nothing. He what? So the guy sits down. So now I am just. Uh, I have in my head. He's got a little person daughter. Don't say anything about the little person daughter. Okay. And then uh, he, we start talking. He starts talking about his family. And he starts talking about his daughter and how his daughter's really into skiing, you know? And I'm like, oh, little person skiing, you know, is in my head now. And then uh, now the guy tells me that his daughter's not even his daughter. His daughter's adopted, right? Mm-hmm. And she's from uh, Jamaica. So now I'm like, Jamaican 
Little person. Little person skiing. So I got this little kid with dreadlocks, you know, like a little uh, stature skiing. Right. I'm so fucking entertained at this point in time, just the vision that he's created in my <laughs> head of his daughter. And like, does she do tricks? You know, like in the <laughs> now I'm pictured in my head, all this stuff. But the more he's describing, I'm just picturing it and getting excited and like about like I got more and more questions, you know, and like and the fact that she's he hasn't said she's a little person, but I know she's a little person. But any of my questions are gonna give away the fact that I know uh, it was a difficult lunch. I'll tell you that it was a really difficult lunch to get through. Cause I just had, but I was, as soon as the guy left, I'm like, can you imagine, did you picture his daughter on the Hill? You know, like cool runnings. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I had no idea. Like I, I've never seen a Jamaican little person skiing in my life. That would have been a, like one for the bingo card. You yeah. know, Yeah. one time in Yins and Waterford, I saw a black albino. That's a rare one. Yeah. Right? How many black albinos have you seen? Uh, I'm going to say zero because I don't know what that is necessarily, but. Oh, a black albino? Yeah. Yeah, you should look it up on the internet. It's, uh, they got like, a, they're like yellow. Oh. Yeah, they're like, a, they have they like. They look like a Simpsons character? Yeah, yeah, like blonde hair and like uh, yellowy skin and like uh, pink eyes, you know? And then like, they're like, uh, yeah, look it up on your phone. I've never seen that. Yeah, they go African American or like African American albino. Okay. Or something like that, or black albino. Yeah, they look. Uh, it's freaky. They're not common. I'll tell you that. Albinos in general, uh, they can't see nothing. Eh? Do you know that? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Remember? Do you ever watch the movie Me Myself and Irene? Yep. Yeah. With and they got Milky. Wow. And he's he can't see nothing. Unless he's got those glasses on, they can see like the details of the sun or whatever. You see one? Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. I saw that guy buying Chinese food in Waterford. Holy moly. <laughs> he must be the only one. Like, a real rare sighting. Like, that's all I'm saying. Rare sighting. Yeah. You know? I And you got you to gotta at least take note when you see something you don't see every day. But yeah, I know that's probably bad if you're the person that, that's always the spectacle when you go around. That's probably not good, cool. But you got to, like, expect the first time you come around, people would be like, oh, man, I've never seen that before. Then they're cool with it, right? Yeah, yeah. It really only lasts like five minutes. That's like the whole thing with uh, most of, I think, like transphobia is just that. It's just give the guy five minutes to go, oh my God, look, uh, like, 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 then they get it out of their head. Then they get used to it. You know, it's over with. Yeah. It just takes that little adjustment period for you to get your head around it when you're never seen it before. You're like, oh, finally, I'm seeing this. And then it becomes kind of commonplace. Like you just get used to it immediately. It's like when you go to a strip club, right? Originally, you walk in, you're like, oh, naked people? Yeah. It's the best. <laughs> and then, like, two dancers, maybe tops. You're, you're like, playing pool, not even paying attention. Yeah, like another naked, you know, another vagina. Who cares? Yeah. You know? It's just like so. And then you expect the girls at the mall, if you go right to the mall after that, you expect all those girls at the mall to start taking their clothes off. And you're kind of disappointed that they're Never not. Never happens that way, though. Doesn't, no. No. But you do kind of think about it. You're like, oh, when's she going to take her clothes off? I'd like to see that. <laughs> Even worse if you go to the bar after. And you're like, no. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I haven't been to a strip club in it forever. Because last time I went to the, a strip club, it was a uh, uh, turned into some sort of brothel. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, it was like they weren't interested in, like, uh, doing dancing. dancing. There was like, they're always trying to turn tricks or something. Oh, handsy. Yeah, or mouthy. <laughs> like one that talks back. So, uh, don't forget your feedback. I wouldn't even wear a condom. I wouldn't even wear a condom for a regular sex. Why would I wear one for a blowjob? Fair. Yeah. You know, that's like the least marketable uh, thing a girl can try to sell me is a blowjob with a condom on. I'd be yeah. like, no, <laughs> never. I'll just masturbate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll just I'll masturbate to me turning you down. For the offer that that'll be enough. That'll be get me off. I'm saying like I have power over you now. It's Viagra. Saying no, yeah. Plus I have dick pills and so I can really jerk <laughs> off to anything. So, ah, <laughs> uh, we have a segment on this show that we talk to our listeners and we call this segment feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. 
welcome to feedback we got feedback yeah, that's the, always the hard one johnny it's always the hard one is that first one well and the mouse keeps skipping on me too so yeah, yeah. right to your loo my darling plus two and what he's a plus two plus two yep. and uh anyways we ask our listeners reach out to us let's tell us what you think of the show and uh, some of, some of them actually end up being our great friends. And uh, this week is a uh, is no exception. Last week, Willie Naylor told us fix the goddamn chat. If I'm chatting with you, you're supposed to be paying attention. So we, so uh, this week we paid attention. Willie talked to us. That's what happens with feedback, you know. Oh. That was quick, Johnny. I didn't even no. think you'd do it because your hand wasn't even close to the mouse. <laughs> and. Uh, the other thing is that uh, we have our listener, Emil Van Steeg, in Australia. Hey. And he's sitting there give, talking to us every week, making us better, giving us show ideas. And you know what? I, I already I named him Diamond Club mm-hmm. member. He was a Diamond Club member. Producer credit. Got a producer credit. And I sent him a, a T-shirt, a Diamond Club member T-shirt. Nice. All the way to Australia. He received it. He said it fit him. Oof. And he said that his daughter uh, calls the T-shirt his jam shirt. He's got a three-year-old daughter, and she calls it his jam shirt because uh, the the I have a patio lantern uh-huh. uh, as the shape. You know, like Dutch Hall uses the patio lantern a lot. Yep. And uh, he's never, uh, or uh, his daughter's never seen a patio lantern in real life. Hmm. So the closest thing it looks like to her is a jam jar, so she calls it his jam shirt. He says that they never seen a patio lantern in real life, only in movies. Huh. Yeah. That that uh, song, Kim, Kim Mitchell's Patio Lanterns, that song is just like a mystery. It's a foreign you're... concept. Yeah, they don't know what they're talking about. Huh. It's like uh, not a uh, an Australian thing. Hmm. Did you know that? I had no idea. You'd think that a country like that would have patio lanterns. Yeah. You think so? Maybe they just have a, a different cool name for them with all their slang. It's called a dongery diggery. A dongery diggery? Dongery diggery. Dutch Hall fact or for true? Oh, that's definitely a Dutch Hall fact. Nice. Probably something like that, though. Yeah. Made out of like a, the bones of aboriginals or something. Yeah, or a sheep's anus or something Or the like criminals that. of... England. Oh, sheep, a, a sheep anus? Sheep anus. Does sound appetizing. <laughs> 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 nice bright light. Yeah. Um, so that's it. If you oh yeah, that's that's all that we had. If you want to uh, give us some feedback in the future, go to the Dutch Hall at gmail.com or uh, go to @DutchHall on Instagram and Twitter and uh, reach out to us. Let us know what you think, and uh, we will uh, use it on the show. We promise. Once we forget. Um, so that's it. What time is it now, Kev? You're at almost one hour. What? You're so close. You're like 30 seconds away. Yeah. <laughs> okay, quick barrage. There's not much to do other than tell people about nothing. I don't even want to promote anything yet. I think you should promote Swazis one more. Uh, uh, who's going to watch? This isn't going to go until after it's done. Yeah. God damn it. I hope people come to Swazis. Please come to Swazis. I'm trying my best. Yeah. And then uh, I got a fucking hell gig. Uh, I'm not sure if it's a hell gig or not yet, but I have, there's a possibility of a big hell corporate gig. Mm. And uh, I'm going to do a show at a burlesque. Uh, no. Did I say burlesque? Yeah, you said burlesque. Yeah, burlesque show. I'm the only com- comedian on a burlesque show. Nice. Yeah, which I'm, pr- I'm pretty excited about. That sounds like dirty, right? Are you going to put nipple pasties on and Perhaps, perhaps. Shake your boobies. So check Pete Van Dyke Comedian for details. Uh, PeteVanDykeComedian.com, I should say, for any details of uh, dates I got coming up. Mm-hmm. Fall and do all those things I told you. Johnny, you want anyone to follow you? Say Johnny Renton. Go find Johnny Renton on the things, too. Follow him. He's doing stuff at uh, Levity all the time. Yep. You can go see that guy there. Kevin Van Dungeon, he's going to haunt your nightmares. Yep. So just watch him in your dreams. <laughs> yep. Don't fucking follow me. And until next week. <laughs>
<laughs> no, no. <laughs> I was to say I didn't know you're laughing at. It. I thought you were gonna say something, Johnny. I didn't want to. I didn't want to jump on you. No, I was laughing at the "Don't follow me." Yeah, don't follow Kevin. <laughs> he has no need for you to butt your nose into his personal life. What's the oh, matter with you? Fuck off. Stay away from him. But follow me and Johnny because we're yeah. whores. Yeah, follow those two. And until next week, we will see you, NT. See you next Thursday. Hit that fucking theme song, buddy.